Welcome to Power Retrieval Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you uncover your inner strength and reclaim your personal power. I'm your host, Mary Armendaris, and in each episode, we'll be diving deep into stories, strategies, insights of incredible individuals who have harnessed their own power to heal and overcome challenges. Get ready to be inspired, empowered, and equipped with the tools you need to embark on your journey of transformation. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Leora Kalmus, and she's an emotional code practitioner. She actually did a session on me and it was incredible because we hold a lot of emotions and we just keep piling up all our hurts and traumas. And it's like layer after layer after layer. So she knows how to get in there and and really pinpoint what has been making us um, not be our true authentic selves. So she knows how to deep dive in there. So I'm super excited to have her on our podcast today. So Welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank you for having me. So let's talk. Let's get right into this because this, I think everybody needs to um, learn about the emotional code. So why don't we just start there? What is an emotional code? Yeah, so it's the emotion code. It was created by Dr. Bradley Nelson. So he was a chiropractor for many years and realized that there was only so much that he could do to help his patients physically, but that there were things that were chronic and kept coming back. And through intuition and guidance, he realized that that there was a mechanism to release people's trapped emotions that were kind of keeping them on repeat. So the chronic issues might go away or deflate a little bit and then kind of come back because the same thing was active in their body. And so he created the emotion code in order to help people just remove things once and for all, really. Mm -hmm. So how does that work? How does it work? And do we all, we're probably not even aware of the layers that we have, right? Our traumas all of the emotions that we never um, uh, went out and said, hey, I need to heal this, right? Yeah. So the thing, the way that I like to look at it is that the body is an incredible mechanism that is always working in our favor. So a trapped emotion in my mind is not necessarily a negative thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just that for whatever reason, at that point of creating this trapped emotion, your body did not feel like it could process it completely for a variety of different reasons. Maybe there was something else that took your priority or you felt unsafe or whatever. So your body is actually doing something really brilliant and going, okay, we're going to store this for later, almost like a computer program. Um, But the same way that Often we just have to re-update our computers or, you know, delete viruses or get rid of folders or whatever. Mm. We can do that with our bodies and we can do that with our energetic systems as well. So the emotion code basically just goes through and uses your subconscious as, as the guiding mechanism to say, okay, Are there any trapped emotions around this one focus or this specific question? 
and then your subconscious leads the way and we remove any specific trapped emotions that come up. When you did the session on me, you didn't even ask me, you were so brilliant. You didn't even ask me like what, what's going on. You were able to like tap into my subconscious all by yourself. So yeah, you do that. That was incredible. It's basically, um, so if you look at it through the guides that everything is energy first and foremost, uh, everything like physical matter, our thoughts, our emotions, it's all energy. And so when we tune into that space and mm -hmm. that unified consciousness, things are a little bit easier to move. So essentially what you're doing is recognizing everything's energy, putting yourself as the practitioner, and you can do the emotion code for yourself as well. So it'd be the same process. You put yourself into a space of love, appreciation, just a high frequency space. And then you go in and you ask for permission to act as proxy for this other person. So I am imbuing you in a weird way. <laughs> and then I'm using muscle testing to ask specific questions, but specific yes or no questions. So it, it's all a very simple, straightforward approach. And I personally believe that's why it's so powerful and so impactful. So you're doing the testing on yourself. Like I know there's all the different signs that you can yeah. do that sway back and forth. Um, so you're doing that. So you're tapping into the subconscious, right? and saying, oh, she she has this trapped emotion when she had a child back when she was 14. I'm just making this up. But right. you could see that, or she lost a baby or whatever. And and you can see that and you're, you can test it like. So I don't always see things. This, this is what's super cool. Yeah. It sounds like it might be heavy work, but in all of my experience with just self-work and trying different modalities. This is the easiest, simplest, and least heavy I have ever come across. I don't see any of that. I'm an intuitive person, so there'll be certain things that I get here or there, but that is not necessary to the process. All I'm doing is putting myself in a high vibrational receiving state, asking permission to act as proxy for you, uh, just creating the link and checking that the link has been created. And then I'm asking your subconscious, okay, does, for example, Mary have any trapped emotions around money, for example, right? And then it would be yes or no. And then is the first trapped emotion in this column? Yes or no. Is it in this row? Yes or no. Is it this one, this one, this one? I don't necessarily see any of your personal history or anything like that. Sometimes I'll get intuitive hits on like, oh, this might be helpful for this person to do. Or um, oftentimes there'll, there'll be uh, support that I can sense. Um, whatever you believe in, whether it's angels, guides, spirits, mm -hmm. sometimes it'll be a deceased loved one. So though that'll come through more, but I don't see any of your personal stuff. Wow. I don't know your secrets you don't even have it's not talk therapy 
You don't have to tell me anything. I know it. That's what blows me away. And it works like you nailed me. I did like three sessions with you and you nailed me on everything. You brought up things that I completely erased because it was so painful. Yeah. Right. But I could feel the energy, like the let go of it after you released it. So are you releasing this? Because I know we get trapped like in our cells, right? And our atoms are, are you mostly in the heart? Where is it everywhere or is it, how does that Yeah, it, it depends on the focus. So with you, what we did was a series called the heart wall, which is pretty self-explanatory, right? It's mm -hmm. just building a wall around your heart, which I mean, almost everybody has one. We've all been through things. A heart wall is pretty simple. We all create trapped emotions. Sometimes we just don't even realize we're creating them or we think it's something small and we don't really give it much attention, but our bodies, our nervous systems have a different way of dealing with things. Mm -hmm. And then the heart will go into that baggage and kind of grab different trapped emotions and create a heart wall. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did for you. And that was the focus. So every session would start with a focus. Um, Cause it really just, it's such simple work. It comes down to clear intent. Mm -hmm. And if you were to have a different focus, like for example, if you had knee um, pain or headaches, which is how I got into this work, I was having really bad headaches. Um, that was my focus. And so that would be more localized to whatever is going on in your body in that area. Away, and it works. Like you nailed me. I did like three sessions with you and you nailed me on everything. You brought up things that I completely erased because it was so painful. Yeah. Right. But I could feel the energy, like the let go of it after you released it. So are you releasing this? Because I know we get trapped like in our cells, right? And our atoms are, are you mostly in the heart? Where is it everywhere or is it, how does that Yeah, it, it depends on the focus. So with you, what we did was a series called the heart wall, which is pretty self-explanatory, right? It's mm -hmm. just building a wall around your heart, which I mean, almost everybody has one. We've all been through things. A heart wall is pretty simple. We all create trapped emotions. Sometimes we just don't even realize we're creating them or we think it's something small and we don't really give it much attention, but our bodies, our nervous systems have a different way of dealing with things. Mm -hmm. And then the heart will go into that baggage and kind of grab different trapped emotions and create a heart wall. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did for you. And that was the focus. So every session would start with a focus. Um, Cause it really just, it's such simple work. It comes down to clear intent. Mm -hmm. And if you were to have a different focus, like for example, if you had knee um, pain or headaches, which is how I got into this work, I was having really bad headaches. Um, that was my focus. And so that would be more localized to whatever is going on in your body in that area. Away, and it works. Like you nailed me. I did like three sessions with you and you nailed me on everything. You brought up things that I completely erased because it was so painful. Yeah. Right? 
but I could feel the energy, like the let go of it after you released it. So are you releasing this? Because I know we get trapped like in our cells, right? And our atoms are, are you mostly in the heart? Where is it everywhere or is it, how does that yeah, work? It, it depends on the focus. So with you, what we did was a series called the heart wall, which is pretty self-explanatory, right? It's mm -hmm. just building a wall around your heart, which I mean, almost everybody has one. We've all been through things. A heart wall is pretty simple. We all create trapped emotions. Sometimes we just don't even realize we're creating them or we think it's something small and we don't really give it much attention, but our bodies, our nervous systems have a different way of dealing with things. Mm -hmm. And then the heart will go into that baggage and kind of grab different trapped emotions and create a heart wall. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did for you. And that was the focus. So every session would start with a focus. Um, Cause it really just, it's such simple work. It comes down to clear intent. Mm -hmm. And if you were to have a different focus, like for example, if you had um, knee pain or headaches, which is how I got into this work, I was having really bad headaches. Um, that was my focus. And so that would be more localized to whatever is going on in your body in that area. Okay. So, cause that makes sense. Cause you asked me, what did I want to work on? So now I'm remembering you're right. So I went in, I said, I want to work on my heart. Mm -hmm. I've always had a hard time opening my heart to self-love, but so now I can see for me that the self-love was because I had the, all these layers, all these blocks in my heart. So that's really cool. Good way to explain that. Has it changed for you? Since it you has, did it? it has changed. It's changed a lot. Like I said, there were things that you brought up that were so painful, especially when I was younger, because I did have a child at a young age and I had so much guilt, so much guilt and so much shame because I, I was raised Catholic. So it was extraordinarily hard for me to tell my parents. One of my sisters told my parents, that's how scared I was. That's how much I felt dirty and unworthy. I mean, you nailed them. And I was just like, Oh my. And, and what a great release. Once you did bring those up for me, I was able to look at them and then take all of that and do an extra cleanse for me. Because what I do is I work with the violet fire and energy of transformation huh? and forgiveness. So then I was able to take all of those selves that you released and give them an extra boost and say, it's time to get the hell out. And I forgive you. Let's move on. Yeah. So, yes, my darling, you really, <laughs> really helped me. And I know you're going to help a lot of other people. Oh, that's so nice to hear. <laughs> it's powerful. And like you said, so let's go back and talk about you. So you had a lot of headaches, did you say, or neck pain? I can't remember. Yeah, it was headaches. I always had kind of neck pain. I remember even being in high school and getting stiff necks and just kind of like walking around <laughs> stiff necks. It was, like, it was like a running joke amongst my friends at that point. But then more recently, I started getting headaches, um, migraines, mm. and they started getting really bad. I was trying everything, acupuncture. Obviously, I went to the doctors and everything like that. But 
and I couldn't find anything that really gave me less than, uh, sorry, more than a little bit of relief in the moment kind of thing. But then they would subside and then come back for force and, and subside. And a friend had recommended the Emotion Code book. And I kind of delayed on reading it, honestly, for a little bit. And then I started like reading it. Yeah, yeah. Takes it, us a while. <laughs> yeah. You, you kind of need like a lot of those hints. Life seems to just send you the hints on repeat until you finally are like, okay. Yeah. Dummy. <laughs> so that was, that was the case. And I did, I, so I was reading it and I was really, I was really impressed with it. Mm -hmm. um, and also just at a point where I was having really bad migraine, a consistent cluster of them for maybe like a week, two weeks. And it was so bad and I could not do anything. And at that point I was just at a really low point and I was just thinking to myself like, okay, you need to do something. Something has to break through all of this because I like, these are the choices these are this is what I want I just want to be done and I'd rather just feel lighter and not be alive at that point or just feel good and be healthy and it's not it's not like a suicidal state of mind but it's just I'm not willing to deal with this anymore right this cannot be life and that was miserable miserable headaches yeah. and neck aches are the worst and this is a great thing that you're telling your story because do you know how many people are walking around with the exact same thing yeah it's terrible it's I mean they got so bad that I had my head in a pillow just all day all night that was it I was just out I could not do anything and it was just it was so miserable and I just made I guess sometimes when we're just that dense, sometimes things just have to get to that point where you make that decision of, all right, either I'm healthy or I'm out, you know, like it's just not that complicated. And that's where it got for me. And I had been to all of these different specialists and practitioners, and there was all of this different advice and insane diets to follow and just, and I was trying everything, but it was all so strict. Mm -hmm. And, and then I had a few people finally tell me like, you just need to accept that you're going to live with headaches. And I was like, well, then why am I coming to you? <laughs> the whole right. thing just got to, got really intense. And I remember thinking it has to be easy. There has to be an easy way. I know it can be easy. And that's when I started reading the emotion code, read the book, was in the midst of it and thought, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to book some sessions. I did. And the practitioner just nailed it instantly. Just told me everything that was going on. Didn't know. I did not tell him anything because I was very skeptical about it. So I just told him, the thing I want to focus on are these migraines and having headaches. He, he told me something that was going on in my digestive system. As, once I started researching it, it was like every single symptom that I was having that all seemed disparate were actually connected. It was just, I was like, I can't believe that it was 
that easy, that quick, over the phone. Oh my God. <laughs> like I've been dealing with this for years. Yep. That's like you did to me, sweetheart. I'm telling you, you are amazing. And I think you were supposed to have these gnarly headaches and all these problems. So you could really go in and go, yes, this works. It worked for me and I can help others too. Cause we, you know, what we all do is we all go and get our pills, take a pill. Yeah. It makes the headache feel better for a little bit, but it, like you said, it's the emotion is the blocks that we yeah. have, right? The real reason that you're having them is still there. Yeah. Yeah. It was the thing that was really eye-opening for me and transformative for me was, was the easy part, was how easy it was to just get on the phone with somebody who knew what he was doing mm -hmm. and he's incredibly talented. Um, and that was it. And I was like, oh, wow. So that starts to translate in your brain when you go copy and paste, copy and paste, because you start thinking, well, if it can be easy in that area of life, then it can be easy here. And maybe it can be easy here. And it, it just starts unfolding in a really big way. I love this story. And <laughs> so, so you rolled up your sleeves, you rolled up your sleeves and said, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just felt like, this is, this is cool. This feels like magic almost. This is really cool. Well, like you said, it's so simple, right? Mm -hmm. And it works. See, we're all meant to heal each other. Now, let me ask you a question. If I was like, you came to me and said, Mary, I'm going to give you a free um, emotional code, heart wall, whatever, whatever what was going on. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Now, would it still work if my intention wasn't I can be healed. I wouldn't even touch that, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't answer that. We're actually trained not to do that. You're not just supposed to go in. People have to want these Yes. Things. So, yeah. and frankly, anyone that I really want to work with, I, my preferred client, my, my best client is going to be somebody who wants it to be easy and is willing to accept that life is actually meant to go in our favor to to for us to have everything we want we're actually meant to be healthy and it's it's all the stuff that we pile on top that creates struggle that makes it difficult and i do understand that state of being i'm still there it's not like my life is perfect but you, you want to be open to the fact that life is actually working in your favor Yes, it is. And that is beautifully said because so many people are victim. They, they're victims of their circumstances. They, they look for somebody else to make their life better instead of making their life better on their own because they're not yeah. tapping into who they are, their talents and gifts. And I'll tell you this, I think you truly have found your talents and you're, yeah. you're now going to come out even more and more. So well done to you. Thank you. I appreciate well, that. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It it feels it feels like a starting point, honestly. It feels it feels like a really good path. I love that. So if I go in and I say, you know, I have a knee ache, is that from my past patterns? Is that from um do you ever see like it's from my ancestors? Do you ever see any of that kind of thing or 
What? Yeah, you- definitely. So inherited emotions are a real thing as well. Um, while the emotion code itself, as a practice, uh-huh. has not been uh, peer reviewed studied in that way. There are a lot of different uh, scientific studies that have come out over the last few years that um, do kind of back up a lot of the things that we do. So for example, and I remember reading about this years ago and just being so astounded and just like, what, this is so cool. Also, I kind of knew it. Um, There was, if I remember it correctly, and forgive me if I mess up some of the details, but there was a study done where researchers took two groups of mice and one, one group, they showed a picture of a cherry tree. And every time they showed the cherry tree, they gave these mice a treat. So they equated the, the picture of the cherry tree and was a good thing and they would give a treat. The second group, they showed the picture of the cherry tree and then gave them a little shock. And so that that group of mice equated, oh, if I see this cherry tree image, it equals pain. And then it was seven generations down the line that some of the mice were actually afraid of a picture of a cherry tree. A cherry tree, this is an image that they've never seen before. So they could see, scientists were starting to realize that we're actually passing down emotions and that our DNA is not a fixed blueprint, but it's constantly changing because that is how we survive. How would you know to be afraid of a growling tiger, for example, if you've never heard a growling tiger? Mm-hmm. There's something inside you from an ancestor who's encountered a similar experience that has been passed down to tell you you should be afraid of this sensation. So that's really really cool and I remember reading that that article and just being so excited and then cut to years later uh, doing the emotion code and learning all about how to remove inherited emotions which is really awesome because if you can change your DNA to pass down information and uh, emotions and trapped emotions then there has to be an easy way as well to remove them and so that's kind of what we do. I Love that because it's so (laughs) true because every time you work on yourself, you really are helping your ancestors seven years past and for the future. Yeah. Your grandbabies, you're helping everybody, the whole line. So, oh, I just love that. So do you see, what do you see most? What do you see? What's the common thing you see um, with people? What's the most common thing that they're kind of, sketchy about that they're still hanging on to things or they're not aware of them you know it really depends because everybody's focus is different so the the trapped emotions that we find is all on a chart Mm -hmm. and so it's not every emotion that has ever been felt but the frequencies of each emotion are close enough that like if you were to say find frustration uh, you know, and somebody felt something slightly altered from frustration, it's close enough that it removes, right? So there's a lot of trust in the, the program that we're all in. There's a lot of trust in the subconscious mm-hmm. uh, that, that we're guided throughout this whole process. So it's hard to say what 
if there's a common thread because vulnerability to me might be different than vulnerability to you. But, and it has to do with the focus too. So in a general sense, I'd say that a focus that a lot of people want to work on is money. It, it's kind of like a lifelong thing that we accumulate a lot of beliefs about that kind of hold yeah. us back. Yeah, unworthiness, um, never going to have what they want. All of yeah. those things are beliefs. They're beliefs that need to go. That is, yeah. yes. And they are so deep inside us. And they're like, so I always think of the subconscious as like a house. And we've got the attic and then we get the living space and then we've got the, like the kitchen area and then we've got the basement, then they get the cellar and then we got way down deep and you're like, holy cow. So you think you cleared one and another one rises up, right? Yeah. And once you do the top level, you're starting. But I think that comes to as you evolve, as we evolve as spiritual beings, that once we clear one, another one's coming up and going, hey. It's time to clear me because we've completely forgot about those things. We've like repressed them, right? Just pushed yeah. them, pushed them down. You might not have even, it might not have even been a big deal in the moment that you would even think it's something to deal with. Honestly. I know. But we do always have these little emotional charges. And, you know, oftentimes, sometimes like a, something will come up, an emotion will come up. Usually what you do is, you ask if there's any more details needed. So let's say um, guilt comes up. You ask if there's any more details needed. If the answer is no, then you just go ahead and remove it. Mm -hmm. And once it's removed, it's removed forever. You can't get it back. You can create new ones, but <laughs> that one back. But um, then, so it's it's really interesting because sometimes if you do need more details, it, you might get an age, you might get a little bit of like a clue as to what might have been going on just by asking yes or no questions. And a lot of people are like, I have no idea. I have no idea what that was because they're kind of expecting some big thing, some big event. Mm -hmm. But the way that I see it is we can be really hard on ourselves a lot and not we're so unaware of it that we don't even tune into it in the moment. So 20 years ago, you may have eaten too much ice cream and really ragged on yourself in that moment and been like, oh, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you ate all of it and been so mean to yourself. Your body is processing all of that. It's like your nervous system is overloaded with, this is a big deal. <laughs> She's really freaking out. And 20 years later, you're not going to remember that because in a weird way, that's socially acceptable. So it doesn't even stand out. And yet you're still carrying that with you your whole life. Oh my gosh. So what does that mean? That means we got to start, get rid of the, 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 the self-talk, the bad self-talk and start talking ourselves up, right? I am pretty, yeah. I am love, I am strong, I have faith or whatever. We got to start that's changing. A good idea in in any modality, in any respect, <laughs> you know, that just, just being kinder to ourselves is a really good place to start. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So do, can you tell us any great like success stories you've had or anything that's really like, whoa, that was weird. Of course, not naming anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There have been some really cool ones. I mean, sometimes 
I forget how powerful it can be because like I said, you're, you're not really, you're not seeing into someone's life. It's not, it's not like a psychic or anything. You're not telling the future at all. It's nothing like that. So you're just kind of going in following yes or no questions. And then you're out and you go on with your day and like go do some laundry or wash dishes, you know? <laughs> and so it, you forget that it can be really impactful for the receiver. So I've had people come back to me and tell me um, my shoulder pain for, that I've had for decades is gone. I'm like, whoa, cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. You can actually sleep at night. That's fantastic. Um, the money one as well being a really popular focus. That's really cool because that one is also more tangible. You mm -hmm. can start seeing little moments that they're just open, open and open and open to receiving. Mm -hmm. And that starts getting bigger and bigger without them even doing anything. Mm -hmm. uh, so I did that for a friend who's a server and she has all these other side hustles. And uh, she was saying that she's just, been making like the biggest tips she's ever made but not taking on more shifts just people giving her more money um she have so something blocked was something blocked in her what did you find out that what was what was going on was she unworthy was it ancestor what was it it was a lot if you yeah because money is a big huge subject. so we've yeah. done a few sessions so yeah. i off the top of my head i can't remember because there were quite a few yeah um but yeah, there was a lot of inherited emotions there, especially because in my opinion, money in today's society equals survival. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about wealth and having the nice car that you want and things like that. That's all really great and more power to you. I hope everyone gets everything they want, Yeah, but it does equal survival. So I think what's happening there is there's a lot of conflation in the body and a lot of trapped emotions are really being created in a strong way because it's being read as this kind of like survival fear. That is so true. So we are, we're for when we're on planet earth, we're here to create, right? And that creation within us have, has disappeared. And you're absolutely right. It's all about survival now. So our creativity has been taken away. Like I would break um, bake bread and you would make beautiful tablecloths and we'd go exchange. And we were, that was a beautiful way to live until money came in and said, oh, I've got more money than you and you've got more money. Now, oh my gosh, I have to survive. I can't make bread anymore. I got to go work for somebody, right? So we lose our creative energy. Yeah, I, I'm not everyone. I mean, I know a lot of people who have really great relationships with money. So I think that is just yeah. the goal, right? Yeah. Uh, there was a, there's a really sweet book. I think it's called, money money happiness i can't remember the title right now but it's a really sweet book this this japanese man his mentor was one of the wealthiest if not the wealthiest man in japan and he asked him what's your secret to money and he this the, his mentor just said i look at my money and i say thank you and that was it and, <laughs> and then he, it spurred on this whole book and this whole research of 
looking at people and the relationships to money. And, and there were so many really wealthy people that he interviewed that said, you know what? I'll be wealthy when I have a second private jet. And I was like, wait, you don't even feel wealthy now with your one private jet? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was, it's like crazy. And then there was really economically poor people that felt really wealthy, that felt abundant and really had a great relationship with their money. And he was looking at the energy of money. So I think some people have accomplished getting out of that survival mode, um, which is great because the more that they do it, the more we can kind of reach that as well. Um, And some, some people just haven't, I know I've had my sports with that as well, for sure. Oh yeah. It's like abundance is coming and then it just stops and you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Hello. You got to keep this flow going. And I think we block ourselves. We do something, we block ourselves, we get out of that vibration or whatever. But I love the the story of just saying, thank you. I mean, gratitude is always the way to live our lives, right? And when you're in that constant um, hamster wheel in your brain and you stop it and you're like, oh, I'm so thankful for this water, whatever you're doing, vacuuming, washing the dishes and you're, you're in that hamster wheel, just stop. And be thankful that you have a house to to vacuum, right? Yeah. All that really changes your attitude. It does massively. And I know that it's easier said than done sometimes, for sure. We all get into the spinning moments, but it really does help. It really does. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was saying like removing those trapped emotions, just seeing it as kind of like um, code on a computer. And just mm-hmm. removing that code so that it's not on repeat all the time. It's not what? just your automatic. Yes. And let's talk about that. So how do you remove it? What do you do? What what kind of magic are you using? <laughs> it feels like magic. Uh, for all I know it is, but it's not. You know, there's a very simple method to it. Um, and anyone who is interested and maybe feels, again, about money, maybe they don't have enough to hire someone to help them. They can buy the book and learn how to do it for themselves. Mm -hmm. I just want to throw that out there. (laughs) So basically what you're doing, it's a very simple process. You're achieving the higher vibrational state of love and appreciation. And then you ask for permission to connect. If you're working with someone else, if you're doing it for yourself, obviously you already have that permission. then once you're there, you have a very set focus. So either you're working on the heart wall or you want to work on headaches or whatever. And you ask about any specific uh, trapped emotions that come up. You go through and do each one because they're created one at a time. You go through and you remove them one at a time. Each time you find that one um, trapped emotion, you then ask, do you need more details? If yes, you'll usually get an age or what kind of trapped emotion it is, uh, which will just indicate other things. Mm-hmm. If you don't need more details, you just go ahead to the removal process, which is really simple. You swipe the governing meridian backwards. And so you just hold the intention that, okay, we're removing 
guilt, this guilt from age 14 or whatever, and you just swipe it. For a, a common trapped emotion, meaning something that you created in your own life, would be three times. For an inherited trapped emotion, you would swipe the governing meridian backwards 10 times. Oh, so the meridian is an energy point, right? Yeah, so we have these like energy highways all along our bodies and the governing meridian is one that kind of goes um, down the center of our body and it meets, if I'm not mistaken, it meets like over here at the, around the lips. I think it's at the bottom lip, oh. um, but obviously, you know, there are a lot of people who know a lot more. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. So there's, it goes up the front and then, uh, and then it comes up the back. So what we do in, in a way to kind of tell the body, whether it's your own or somebody that you're working on as proxy, you're telling the receiving body to delete this code, this code, this frequency, because you're swiping it backwards instead of going forwards. Wow. So, so it's a set intention and then an action so are you just swiping the this for whatever you're moving it for in your whole body right so is this yeah. yeah okay so you're just holding that one specific trapped emotion about that one focus and you're swiping oh that's so cool and you're removing it and then and it i mean i know that it sounds it sounds like you want to be skeptical, <laughs> but it works. I, I, yeah, it really does. It truly it really works does. because I can feel when we did a session over the phone, I could feel it going right away. And all of a sudden my heart was getting like tingling. Remember I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what yeah. you just did. So do you imagine me standing there? You You're, can't. Like, I, I think it depends. I think it depends on how, on what kind of person you are, right? Because everybody has, some people learn more through visuals. Some people learn more through action. That part, in my experience, does not seem to matter. Okay. It, it just, it's about achieving the personal frequency mm -hmm. within yourself mm -hmm. and then whatever whatever is your way in is kind of how you'll get information. Right. So I tend to be a little bit more visual, but sometimes things come in in an auditory way or it, it just, it kind of depends. Sometimes, sometimes people's um, loved ones for me just show up and it's like, they're there. They are demanding your attention. <laughs> and it's so interesting because like, normally I just get a, feeling it's like that feeling knowing mm -hmm. of like the feeling of a grandma you know and I can or or the feeling of a mother or a father and it's just that sense and and I can tell the person and it and it makes total sense to them um there was one time that I actually saw this person's grandma like visually to a T I could I could tell her what she looked like I was like she wants your attention <laughs> that's so cool yeah I'm it was this. really cool it's it's like it's been a really cool way to tap into a lot of different intuitive abilities 
Yeah, you're on your way. I'm telling you, you are on your way. Do you have any other final um, things you'd like to share with us? And then I'd like you to actually give us your website and everything. So give us your final <laughs> thoughts because we've already, I think we've gone over time already. Um, final thoughts. I don't know. I think we hit all the, all the big marks, really. It's more just, I, I, I think that this is such, I think it's such a powerful modality because it is simple and it is easy and you can do it for yourself. You don't have to feel like you need anybody else if, if you can't afford it or if you can't make the time or whatever it is. Anytime in my personal opinion that there is somebody who is telling you, here's what I learned and you don't need me to do this for you, that checks a big box for me of somebody to listen to. And I think that Dr. Nelson really did that well. He's, he's just teaching people how to do it. So I would just encourage people to get the book, learn a little bit more about it, practice on themselves, try on loved ones who might be open to it, things like that. And just, just let it fester in your mind, open up that door a little bit that things can be easy and, and life can be a lot better and better and better and better. Yes. Oh, I love what you're doing. But I suggest if you do have a headache, knee ache, anything like that, just go and check out what she can do for you. Her, her prices are super reasonable and she is very talented. And you will have your website, we'll have your website at the bottom so people can connect with you and your Instagram and all that good stuff? Yeah, honestly, I am not the biggest social media person. So <laughs> that okay. might not be the greatest. Like, I think I have one, but I just never check it. Too I'm much. the same way. So don't even worry about that. But we'll yeah. definitely have your um, website so people can connect. Thank yeah. you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was, it was really fun talking to you. It was wonderful. We'll check back with you soon. Thank you so much for joining Power Retrieval Podcast and have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another empowering episode of Power Retrieval. Remember, your journey to reclaim your inner might is ongoing and every step you take matters. If you found today's episodes inspiring, be sure to subscribe so you never miss another episode. As we wrap up today's show, I encourage you to carry forward the wisdom you've gained and apply it in your daily life. You have the power within yourself to create a life full of love, happiness, and abundance. So be sure to stay connected with us on social media. I would love to hear your insights and your breakthroughs. Until next time, keep retrieving your power. Embrace the remarkable force that you are. This is Mary Armendaris signing off. Stay empowered.